Hi, I'm Nathan. You're about to travel to a place of humor, analysis, and discovery. Welcome to the WADFAM Pod. Hello and welcome to the WADFAM Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, we're, we're here to talk about uh, Eugene's Dilemma. It would be episode 76 of Adventures in Odyssey. Episode 2 of the Blackguard Chronicles. Yes. For those that are keeping track of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're still on the uh, Daring Deeds, Sinister Schemes album. Yeah. Um, and uh, we are, once again, uh, written and directed by Paul McCusker. Uh, it's going to be a trend when we talk yeah. about Novacom. <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and this one aired uh, June 24th of 1989. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I, guess, I guess I'll give you the the voice cast rundown as well yeah well, yeah well, we've got we've got a couple well. new characters right we do um we have uh nathan carlson voicing richard maxwell okay um he's done a lot of video game work yeah that's kind of it yeah um uh we have dick beals as nicholas what an unfortunate name <laughs> he is 60 years old now no oh in this in episode playing nicholas Nick, playing the child yep that's uncomfortable that's more uncomfortable yeah. than having a woman play the child. Uh, I yeah maybe, I don't know. Um, he he's uh he's famous for being um, uh, Davy and Davy and Goliath. Oh, um, okay, that's why he sounded familiar. And uh, Hal Smith was Goliath. Hmm. How about that? And also Owl. Yes. More importantly, uh, he was also uh, N.J. Norman Meyer on The Addams Family. Hmm. Um, and then, uh, Parley Bear, uh, versus voices. Those aren't real names, right? No. (laughs) Parley Uh, Bear. Parley Bear. Uh, he, he's the voice of both, uh, both Burgelmeister and, uh, Thomas Grayson. Okay. Um, who's one of the guys in the meeting. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the council, the council, and he has 282 IMDb credits. Wow. Stude was everywhere. A busy bee. He was a Doc Appleby in the Dukes of Hazard. Okay. He was the mayor in the magical world of Disney. Oh. He was the mayor in the Andy Griffith show. Okay. And he was the mayor in the Adams family. Wow. <laughs> Mayoral voice, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> I so, think that's being typecast. <laughs> I know. I was Perhaps. Like, I was like, oh, what's he been in notable? Oh, a lot of times he's been the mayor in shows that I know. Also, Two Adams Family people in this episode. Hmm. Hmm. Dick Beals and Parley Bear. Um, Both of the strangest names I've ever heard. (laughs) Parley Bear. Um, And then we... That doesn't sound real. No, it doesn't. Uh, The the last person of note is uh, Ralph Harris, Mm -hmm. um, who's another one of the people in the boardroom, uh, being voiced by Steve Harris, who's a writer, director, and producer on the show. Hmm. Um, well, early Odyssey does that sort of thing a lot. They just pull people in yep. for bits. I mean, yeah, and give them the same last name. Yep. <laughs> um. So, without further ado, is it promo time, Dylan? Oh yeah, it's promo time. <laughs> oh, have you heard this? No. Oh, <laughs> you, you. I just you... forgotten, and then I was very. It's promo time. Very excited. Coming up on Adventures in Odyssey. I was just double-checking some of the students' grades, and I found a few that don't match. Eugene goes to work for the Campbell County Community College computer room and winds up in the middle of a difficult and revealing mystery. In this case, we will decide whether to expel you from school 
or have you rested? Do you understand? Yes, sir. Find out what happens next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Yeah, so, uh... Wow. Uh-huh. So we start off the episode with Eugene um, walking around with uh, Mr. Burgomeister. Which, that is definitely the, like, the, what's the burger thief from McDonald's? The Hamburglar. Yes, that's his cousin, <laughs> the Burgomeister. <laughs> he's, he's got a bit of that Holstein thing yeah, where it's yeah. like it's clearly someone just doing an accent. Yeah. Um. Which, I don't understand why that Odyssey does that. They just, like, the only way to distinguish that these are different people is if they have ridiculous accents. It's a show for kids. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and they work at Campbell County Community College, or C4 for those. <laughs> Campbell University. Yeah, Campbell um, University, definitely. So, so yeah. Uh, and he's, he's given Eugene, he's taking Eugene to a room where Eugene's mm-hmm. going to work on computer stuff. Um, yeah. And he, uh, yeah, he can't, anyway, so, so, they, so they go into this room, it's where, like, all the financial records are, as well as, like, grade stuff, like, it's pretty, like, high security, whatever, um, and there is a child in that room. Yep, there is a 12-year-old, presumably. 12? Uh, he's 11. Like he's, yeah, he's very young. He's 11. Uh, Nicholas Adamsworth. Which, wow, also another, another name. Yep. And that voice... Nicholas Adamsworth, his voice is so distinct. It's like that yep. delicate balance of, like, nasally but sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can thank 60-year-old man Dick Beals for that. Dick Beals. Gotta um, love him. And so... <laughs> Rest in peace, presumably? Yeah. Yep. 2002. Oh. Um, guy's been dead for almost two decades. Um, Yikes. Jeez. <laughs> what are we doing? Um... <laughs> So, so, uh, Ber- Burgelmeister's. I, I, I can't take it serious. His name's Burgelmeister. He's. <laughs> hey, dude, Burgelmeister, played by Parley Bear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a joke. That's a character from Dora. So, so, Burgelmeister's presumably somewhat, like, I don't know if he's the dean of the college yeah. or what his position is, but he's he's definitely high up in the college. Yeah. Um, and he's got the trope where, like, he's a person in power, so he can't remember anyone's names. Yeah. He calls Nick, like, Applesby. Um, yeah. And, like, <laughs> you know, calls Eugene Hubert. Yeah. And there's a weird joke in this episode, and I think others, where people can't pronounce Meltzner correctly. Yeah. It's not that hard of a name to print. It's pronounced the way it looks. It's exactly. A weird, it's a weird thing to get, like, hung up on. Meltzner? Meltzner? I don't know. What, yeah. Like, what's the, what's the issue? Yeah. My last name is a lot weirder than the pronunciation of Meltzner. I agree. <laughs> Acebo. My bad. Um, Akababo. <laughs> my name's boring. Um, so, so, yeah. Hi, boring. I'm dad. Sorry. Forgive me. <laughs> I have sinned. <laughs> uh, this isn't a Catholic church. Um, <laughs> so so the the idea here is Nick is a very young kid in mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. He's an orphan. Mm-hmm. Um, he's and, gifted. Yes. He's, he's genius. genius. He's in college at 
11. Yeah. You start kindergarten at 5. Yes. Maybe 6. Yes. So in 5 years, he's made it the whole way through school into college. Yes. And he's part of an experimental program wherein Campbell University is letting kids who are orphans mm-hmm. go to college there. Yeah, if they're gifted enough to be there that right. they can do it because, like, yeah. gives them that education, right. gives them the chance. And then Eugene makes the comment that, wow, I didn't start my college studies till I was 13. Which brings up a really interesting point. Mm-hmm. Because later, they talk about Eugene getting expelled from college. Yeah. So he, and he is... He's been in college for 10 years? Presumably. And then and stays in college forever. And this is... Right, because Eugene's in his 20s. Yeah. So, yeah, like 10-ish years in college. Maybe maybe 8, you know. Maybe Do you think he's, you think he's 18? What? You think Eugene's 18? If he started at 13, 8 years would put him at 21. Oh, did he say that he was in school for 8 years? No. I was oh, just wondering. You're saying how like, old could we think? Eugene yeah, be 18? Yeah. I guess? I'm thinking just like timetable and age gap between him and Connie. Maybe maybe 19, maybe, 20? Maybe, yeah, I, I was going to say, I always assume he's in his 20s, but he could be late teens. Yeah. Um. Regardless, he's been in college for more than four years. Mm-hmm. At, a, d- despite our jokes about it being a university, it's a community college. Yes. Community colleges usually only do two-year degrees. Yes. Somehow, he has been there for over four years. Yes. Yeah. He has like eight associate's degrees. <laughs> right. It's, I, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I don't understand it. Yeah. Granted, Connie's like, I don't know. Academics and Odyssey don't right. mix well. No, no, I agree. But it, Eugene's always been portrayed as a college-age person. Exactly. But the fact that he started college at 13 doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> doesn't add up to that. Yeah. Because if he started college at 13 because he was a prodigy, like, what? And he goes to a community college. Right. Like, and what? He ha- right. He goes to a community college. He hasn't graduated college yet. He doesn't have, like... A doctorate these, like, or anything. And he doesn't have all these, like, prestigious job offers. Like, he's hanging out at this community college in a small town working at a soda shop. Yep. And he's a certified genius. Yes. Why? He's got the certificate and everything. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. So, there's... Well, Ryan, tweet at us. <laughs> so, there's a computer system that's in charge of keeping grades. Mm-hmm. And... That's what Eugene and Nick are there to work on, amongst other stuff. Yeah. Um, and maybe we're supposed to assume that they talked about it before, but Burgomeister does not give, like, any instruction on, like, this is what you'll be doing. He's yeah. just kind of like, and here's the room. And here's a kid you're in charge of. Right. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> okay. Yep. And so uh, Eugene decides that he's going to do a random check. Mm-hmm. on all the grades that were inputted versus what they are now just to see if there are any discrepancies yeah um which uh exposes nick up into or nicholas or yeah. nicky i guess he's yeah. never nick up into a frenzy yeah he freaks out he's like oh you know you don't really need to do that that's kind of like he does the the nervous voice very very well yeah um he, he's really well acted yeah yeah and so, like, Nicholas is freaking out, and then they find some dis... Wait, is this when Maxwell comes in? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, 
so yeah, Maxwell shows up at the door as uh, mm-hmm. Nick's guidance. As Nicholas's guidance counselor. Yeah, and he works at the college, but right. also works through the like works with the orphanage because of, I guess, the program. No, I don't think he works with the orphanage. Okay, I don't get that. Okay, he just works for Camp yeah. County Community but College. It's weird. He he. So he shows up, and Nick's like, "Oh yeah, that's that's my counselor." And Eugene's mm-hmm. like, "You need a counselor?" And I'm yeah. like, "What is that supposed to mean?" Yeah, I don't. It makes sense that you need a counselor everyone in school has a counselor yeah also this is an 11 year old in school yeah who's an orphan and is like struggling and with a program like yeah yeah of course there's a counselor yeah um but then uh we'd meet richard maxwell who is just garbage he's a weasel he Um, sounds like a weasel he talks like a weasel his personality is weasel yeah and he actually uh, this is not Maxwell's first appearance. He mm. previously showed up in uh, episode 72 earlier on this album um, as just kind of like a weird background character. He interacts with Donna some. Huh. It's really, really like irrelevant yeah. um, to all the Blackguard stuff, but he is, he is there. Like he's an established character, but he doesn't, he hasn't had interactions with any of like yeah eugene connie i don't even think he hasn't fleshed out like his character he's not himself. yeah yeah until now when right. he establishes himself as weasel right <laughs> so they're they're looking at grades um eugene and nicholas are looking at grades they're talking about like the mistakes um and then eugene notices that there is some some discrepancies in like uh there's like oh no 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 they yeah. haven't found the discrepancies yet have they because they're they're talking about yeah, it no, no, no. and he, they have he, the they have this security the yeah. yeah they have this like they find the discrepancies and then they're talking about like well how could this have happened like it, it must have been like nicholas suggested was somebody from the outside right and, and then Eugene's Eugene, like ah this system's foolproof though and i'm like that's Eugene. the point of hackers <laughs> the point no of hackers system is foolproof exactly that, right that's exactly that's what they do yeah um oh the other thing we didn't mention with maxwell is the fact that uh, he he mentions that he was supposedly like he wanted yeah. this position, yeah. And Eugene took it from him, yep. and Eugene's like, "You were gonna work in here in like the snobbiest way yeah. ever." Yeah. Or like he doesn't have any basis for this. Yeah. If he had had previous interactions with Maxwell, that would make sense. No, but he doesn't know. He's like, "You were gonna but work no. in here," and then Maxwell's like, "Yeah, computers are my expertise." Right. Yeah. Because I'm a weasel. <laughs> he's a Renaissance man. I'm a I'm a Renaissance. I'm a jack yeah. of all trades. And. And he he brings up to Eugene, he's like, didn't you used to work at that ice cream place downtown? Yeah. yeah. And Eugene's like kind of stumbling through it and le- and explains how he left and legitimately flat out mentions it's applesauce. Yeah. You stupid idiot. You're so dumb, Eugene. You're so dumb. You have oh a top secret Lord. program that you weren't even supposed to open and you talk to it. Right. You were fired over this. You told you, a stranger. And you already visibly disliked this guy. And you're yep. like, huh, hey, I'll just... Just yeah. tell him about applesauce. Yeah. Oh. Icky feelings. All right. Um, yeah, so they, they're looking at these grades. And then Eugene goes home and thinks about it all night. And they come back the next day. And it's Eugene and Nicholas... And Nicholas is very, like visibly upset, and Eugene is is like you know like I was thinking about it last night. Like, hey, I figured out that if we go online, we can 
track who changed the grades and where they changed it from and then they do that and then they pinpoint it and nicholas was in the room and this whole time nicholas is being like i like he's trying to tell eugene that he was the one that changed the grades right and eugene won't have it right and then it, it gets to the point where he's like he finds out that oh like somebody changed the room or changed the grades while you were in the room like who was it and and and, and nicholas is like no i changed the yeah, grades it was me it was me um, and then he spills the beans because Maxwell put him up to it to change the grades because he could make money by changing grades. And if he didn't, then he was going to get sent back to the orphanage. And the whole bit about Nicholas's character is that he got bullied a ton at the orphanage. Right. And at least here, like, people leave him alone and he's able to, you know, do school yep. and be happy. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's tough yeah you feel so bad for nicholas right because he yeah he is this kid with this bright future and is clearly like yeah it's painful how like realistic of a scenario that is though Mm. like there's so many you know instances of you know kids in social services getting taken advantage of yep yeah and it yeah it's it's this whole and then maxwell busts in yeah maxwell busts in and just lays it all out there yep just tells him yeah because i i don't know he he villain monologues but not in like a yeah a way that made him sound good but in a way that made him sound like even more of just a loser well and then Um, he does he does that and he also like basically uses nicholas as leverage and uses basically as like i'm like if you say like if you tell anybody I'll get Nicholas and I'll get him sent back to the orphanage. Right. And so it's just like this kind of circle of blackmail. And so Eugene is forced to say nothing. Right. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's so, it's a pretty good manipulation. Yeah. Um, because it's like, well, we do have evidence of Nick doing something wrong. Yeah. We have evidence of Nicholas doing something wrong. Man, I'm bad. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Uh, and, well, because Nick is someone very different with a New York accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, so yeah, like, the the whole thing is Maxwell's like, look, like, I'm going to, like, I'm going to turn you over. I'm going to write a bad report. You're going to yeah. get kicked out of here. You're going to go back to the orphanage. So, like, do what I say. Yep. And, like, Eugene, if you go to anybody about this, I'm going to also, I'm still going to kick out Nick. Yeah. Uh, so, he's just Nick now. It's yeah, fine. he's just Nick. It's um, fine. We're moving past it. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't, can't keep correcting myself. So, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's really tough. It's really tough, especially because we have already have this connection between Eugene and Nicholas being like, yeah, like kind like, of kindred right. spirits. Eugene, Eugene understands it. Yeah. Um, and wouldn't knows. want to hurt somebody like that, you yeah. know? And especially considering all that he's been through with just getting yeah. fired from Wits End and all that. Like, that's kind of the big crux of this episode is like, yeah. how does Eugene respond to adversity and how is it different now than it was before? Yeah. And I don't know if it's talked about if it's a known thing at this point in the series but eugene's also an orphan oh i didn't know that yeah huh like what he, he, yeah okay 
I never knew that. You definitely did. Maybe I did, but I, I certainly didn't remember it. But yeah, like, and I think at a, like a, at an older age. Yeah. But he does not have parents. Right. He does not have living parents. Um, and so, and yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't know if that's discussed, but it adds like an extra thing on here where it's like, ah, like not only does he get. There is the, a, yeah, the child not only genius does he get bullied the, right, part. The child genius, but he also gets like not having parents yeah. and like. How difficult yeah, that is. Dealing with that. Um, yeah. yeah. So. So it's at this point, Maxwell leaves and Eugene's is like, okay, well, you know what? We'll just change all the stuff back. Mm-hmm. You know what? Nicholas, write down all of the name changes that mm-hmm. you made. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, write, write down the name to all these people who you changed and we're just going to change them back. Mm-hmm. Eugene just pulled all that information in a report. Yes. He was doing a random audit, so it was yeah. only some of the data. But he could very easily pull yeah, yeah, all, all of, of the that da- information. All the changes, yeah. So he, there's no reason that he needs Nicholas to, Nick write, it. to write all this stuff down. Yeah, I, I, I wondered why that was the case as well. It's really funny because they make such a big point of it earlier of like him like getting the oh yeah because it's it's the 80s he's getting like the computer printouts like it's not like the information's like in a spreadsheet he like gets sheets of paper printed out that he gets to sift through and like all that funnel like computer nostalgia but like he has like he has access yeah he has all that and definitely knows how to do it so so he doesn't need nick to try and remember all that stuff yeah unless there were grade changes that were like intentional i suppose like if they were like academically viable if something were to happen i suppose I don't but know. then that wouldn't have raised eugene's radar when he found that information yeah. earlier yeah so anywho it's yeah needless it's, writing is needless yep Ding. um so then yeah then we go to the next day mm-hmm. um where and- eugene and nicholas are like like eugene is vis- like visibly like very upset and nicholas is like talking about it. he's like thank you for not you know Telling on me and Nick or and Eugene's like I'm I I would rather just forget that everything happened and he's right. so quiet and then he gets caught by by the Burgermeister yeah he gets called to Burgermeister's <laughs> he, office he gets caught um, red-handed Burgermeister says that he's been working with secu- the their security team yep um and noticed that there's been grade changes a lot recently yeah um and so two days ago he started monitoring that mm-hmm. and there were a ton. High concentration of them last night while Eugene was in that room. Yeah, and he asked him, like, why are you staying? Like, what were you doing last night? And he was like, well, I was staying late doing work. And he's like, what were you doing? And he's like, well, work. And, right. and he's very, very quiet. He doesn't really sound like himself um, yeah. at it, this time. It becomes clear that Eugene's not going. Like, he's yeah, going to cover. He's covering for him. Right. Yep. Um, and they, they bring this up a couple times about, like, the the law and stuff is it illegal to change grades yeah so they talk about the the thing that's worth noting is that the the changing grades thing is a money scheme the point is that people pay for you to change maxwell and he changes their grades yep and so and they were looking at it and even the dean was like this is a money-making scheme you know right um, and like, I, I think it is illegal. It must I, be. Well, I like, I, I, I get it could be like, I absolutely know it could be against 
a college's policy yeah and grounds for firing or expulsion and all that stuff i don't know at what point the law gets involved um it is i mean it's data i guess like tampering with official documents if especially if it's if it's a government facility, government yeah, funding, I don't know. It, yeah, I don't know. It's a little murky there for yeah. me. But, you know. You, it's you, definitely you close enough that you could have been like, hey, this guy was tampering with grades. He should yeah. at least get fined, probably. Right. But, like, so the, so Burgomeister's been monitoring this for last night. So isn't he aware that what Eugene did last night was make every person's grade worse? Yes. Yes. Which, like, I guess theoretically people could sabotage. pay for their classmates to get worse grades, but that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So he should be able to look at it. Unless and he like, can't tell that. Maybe he can just tell the activity. Because yeah, then, then he would have to access the grades his reporting system is worse than Eugene's. True. Okay. You're right. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, so Eugene's going to get called in front of a board of trustees. Yeah. Uh, a the board, board of inquiry. Yeah, that includes Ralph Harris, mm-hmm. Thomas Grayson as like kind of the head chair, mm-hmm. and John Avery Whitaker. Because of course, <laughs> of course, he's on the board of inquiry at Campbell County Community College. Yeah, Campbell University for short. Right, and so and so they they tell him that you know he's either going to be expelled or arrested, yep. confirming that he is still a student. Yep, um, and he's asked to give his defense, and, and then he doesn't doesn't and everyone's kind of like oh well like i don't know how to deal with that yeah um and then they uh wit asks to have the room alone with eugene to kiss oh you know, <laughs> he first he first says have you guys looked at page seven yeah and go like, go out of the room and look at that while i talk to eugene alone yeah so it's like have you noticed there's some discrepancies on page seven or something like that and they're like no because of course wit was gonna right. read more than everybody else yeah that's his job mm-hmm. um and so so yeah uh it's like so eugene you were like we i fired you a month ago and yeah. some of these changes happened three months ago yeah which means like it can't be you exactly like you gotta dish out on yeah, you what's gotta going tell, on tell them what's going on and eugene still won't yeah and then nick bursts it. and then nicholas then nicholas bursts in nicholas jolly saint nicholas he bursts into the room and like just explains everything yep he spills his guts he's like basically crying and is like no i won't let you do it i won't let you get in trouble for me and then tells them all about the scheme and just spills his guts in front of everybody and then he gets maxwell fired yeah and actually, they say specifically about Maxwell getting expelled. Yeah, so he, he gets is, expelled from. He's the... a student at the college. Technically, who's working yeah. for the college as a counselor. Yeah, something like that. It's a little. It's a little murky. I don't know but... if. He, yeah, he would because, but he's definitely getting paid. So I think that expelled is the wrong word. I think that might have been just a writing error. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you can, like, work at a college that you were going to. Yeah, of course. As far as, like, working in the bookstore and stuff. Yeah, I just yeah. don't know that counselor would get out. No, like no, for that sure. That seems weird. Um, Especially in that kind of capacity. And Maxwell definitely seems older. But, yeah, so. he does not care. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. I already got my money. I got a better opportunity anyway. Foreshadowing. Yep. And uh, so he gets out of there. Uh, Nicholas gets placed on probation, but mm-hmm. gets to stay at the college. Yep. 
and Eugene gets transferred to wit's end yep he gets transferred to work back at wit's end and wit's like you know i've seen like the way that you the like self-sacrificial integrity or something like that yeah like that you were gonna you know that you were gonna lie and cover for somebody else's good i want right. you to come back to wit's end right exactly <laughs> which okay <laughs> well so i think Wit's idea is not that Eugene was lying. No. Eugene chose to fall on the sword. Yeah. He says a couple times, like, that room, like, the stuff that went on there was under my... Yeah. Like, yeah. I, was I was in charge. Yeah, he was responsible for it. I, I am responsible for what happened. Yep. Which, really, he's he was only there for, like, a day, so he's really yeah. only responsible for, like, the last couple days of what's happened, which has been good. But regardless, yeah. like, it's him taking responsibility um, for the situation yeah. to help out Nicholas. Um, and it's like, all right, you're a good person again. Yeah. I'll let you come back to wit's end for an internship well so he was i guess he was interning at wit's end before yeah but like not really an intern that also wow wit's wit just quintessentially abuses his interns yeah i think i think (laughs) i came for a tech thing and they make me serve ice cream (laughs) (laughs) and mop and mop a lot Uh, but yeah that's that's the episode now maybe oh then wit says now maybe things can go back to normal no 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 they won't nope no not even a little bit and this episode also doesn't have a biblical theme at the end in the in like the chris wrap-up which i mean there's definitely the i mean christ parallel of like falling on the sword for other people mm-hmm. but yeah it's 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 kind of a plot episode but i think similar to when we we're talking about a bite of applesauce it's a really good episode that's setting stuff up. Yeah, it's a, it's a very solid standalone episode. I think probably better than Bite of Applesauce because Applesauce, yeah, it's good. But one, it's really short. And two, we don't understand the gravity of what Applesauce is until we right. see it now. But this, this itself, it's very, I mean, this is great. Like this is this is an excellent character building episode for Eugene. It fleshes out Wit a bit better. We introduce new characters. We flesh out Maxwell as being a literal scumbag. Yep. Yeah. We get introduced to Nikki and to uh, Burgomeister. Oh, Burgomeister! Very important character <laughs> there. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. I I'm having a hard time coming up with stuff to to like really talk about mm-hmm. for these episodes here because they, they're very plot heavy yeah i was gonna say because because they're they're plot episodes and they're good yeah yeah there's not so much to that, hate on it's that problem where it's like i can't like we could just talk about how good the sound engineering is every right. episode <laughs> look we can't dive into the like my issues with the episode because i don't have too many mm-hmm. we also can't talk about like the some of the more theology stuff because there isn't yeah um so yeah it does make for for something that's a little bit more recappy but yeah. uh i think that should change yeah so kind of i'm sure it will like are, are there any discussion questions worth noting on the wiki? oh you know what it's been a while since we've talked about discussion questions that's actually it's a good call andrew thanks i have those um, every now and then what what should have nicholas done when he was first threatened by maxwell 
Uh, <laughs> I think I mean, we should have told somebody. Yeah. He should have just gone straight to, Go to, to the Bur- college board. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. But the poor guy was so scared. Like, I mean, he was definitely just getting manipulated. And he's 11. He's 11. Yeah. Yeah, what should have he done is yeah. one thing. But yeah. what? Like, he's... Yeah, but, like, I don't I would never... Him. Yeah, I couldn't... I don't think I could blame him for that. Yeah. Was it, was it right for Eugene to take all of the blame? I don't know that it was! <laughs> I'm... I'm with you. Like... I get his reasoning. I don't understand and why like, he, if he were to come out and expose Richard Maxwell, that Richard Maxwell would still have the power to correct, to wield over him. Well, and it happens in the episode. Yeah. Richard Maxwell is exposed and yeah. he doesn't. So it, it's, it's interesting that that's what wins with back. Yeah. Is like Eugene like takes ownership of this thing, falls on his sword when he wouldn't have to. And... Well, and it's not like he didn't do that in the bite of applesauce either. Yeah. Like, it's not like they were like, oh, well, we didn't really do anything wrong. Like, he, yeah. they, com- like they completely were apologetic. They completely owned up to it and they completely accepted their fate. Yeah. Also, who has Wit had working for him for a month? Nobody. Tom Riley. Bernard Walton. Bernard's not even a thing yet. <laughs> Don- Donna Barkley. <laughs> Donna Barkley. <laughs> Sixth grade Donna Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is It is a little bit, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's always struggling to find 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 workers. work, yeah. So he, did he. That's a small he, business thing. At, at, the, yeah. at the dough, that was the case all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then was Eugene dishonest in changing the grades back? No. See, I could flip it both ways. Yeah. Because he righted a wrong. Yeah. But he also did change grades. Yeah. But the thing is... He did the right thing for the right reason, but it was a wrong action? No, he did the right thing for the right reasons, and I think it's the right thing to do. I just think, like, he also needed to tell someone. Yeah. But, like, if it had been a computer error... Yeah. It wouldn't have been an issue. The problem is that he's kind of covering yeah. for Maxwell by doing it. Yeah. Um, even though it's not what Maxwell wants, yeah. Maxwell's not going to get in trouble. Eugene's whole like idea behind doing it is, well, if I do this, like Maxwell can't go to the board and complain that the grades weren't changed. Exactly. And um, then he can fall. Yeah. But he can still get rid of Nikki, right? Yeah. he can say whatever. Yeah, exactly. And Nicholas will have to go. Yeah. So if he comes across the... By defending, like, by allowing Maxwell to continue, he, like, is actually right. doing the worst thing for Nikki. Right. Well, it's just like, yeah, and changing the grades back doesn't stop Maxwell's leverage. No, not at all. Way. Like, all he it can does just is... be mad and do it anyways. Yeah, all it does is change the, the, the grade, the student's situation. Right. So it, it is this whole thing where it's like, the only way that Maxwell can win or can lose in this episode is for Eugene to come forward. Mm-hmm. And every Eugene other, doesn't come forward. Every other scenario, he wins, and then Eugene doesn't come forward. So you, if we play this out, Eugene gets expelled. Nick stays in there. Grades continue to get changed. Yeah. Because Maxwell still has that leverage. Yeah. And then Nick eventually gets kicked out of school. Yep. Whenever he gets like caught. Eugene's act is perceived as noble, but but he doesn't actually help anybody, right? But it's not 
hopeful and nor is it honest. Yeah. So it's so bizarre. I think Witch just wanted an excuse to bring Eugene back. Yeah, of course. Because he he needed to punish Eugene. Yeah. For what happened. But he also Which is strange because all he did was leave the door open. Yeah. But he was trusted with a secret. He didn't keep that trust. Yeah. So he needed to be punished. But wait, also uh, is trying to like, is trying to function as a mentor and a father figure to Eugene. Mm-hmm. So he can't, he can't keep him away for too long. So this is kind of a good excuse for him to bring him back under mm-hmm. his wing. But I don't know. I don't know that Eugene necessarily showed like good moral character in this episode. Yeah, yeah, and that was the thing that I noticed where I was like, I don't know that he, especially considering it's not like he showed terrible moral character in the previous episode. Right, right, right. He also tried to fall on the sword there. If in the previous episode he had, he did the, well, you brought this woman to me. Yeah. And and she gave me the apple. Yeah. So it's her fault. Yeah. Which would have been a more direct parallel. Yeah. If he had thrown Connie under the bus for something that was partially his fault, then in this episode, it makes sense that wit wins him that he's won back by by falling on the thing for himself it's mm-hmm. more applicable let- lesson yeah but I last why time I didn't he basically did this thing where he was like look we're both to blame yeah and now in this one he decides to take it all on him yeah so did wit previously want him to say it was all me connie did nothing because that would yeah. have also been dishonest. Yeah, that wouldn't have like been it's... honest, and it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been accurate to the to the situation. Like, wow, yeah. what? Yeah, it's just it's a little logistically confusing. Like, I, I, it's one of those things where it's like I understand the broad strokes of yeah. this thing. Yeah, but the specifics are a little odd. Yeah, as to like he, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh well. But that's uh, that's, that's that's what it. we've got. Um, that's what that, that 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 that's it. That's, that's. I will say the the one thing that I noted on the on the outro is that like um, Chris says like we didn't think that he was going to be gone for that long, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. I figured he wasn't going to be gone for right. that long. But. Right, right, he's gone for like a month, but actually only three episodes. Yep. <laughs> Which thanks Odyssey for being confusing as heck. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, any other final thoughts for the episode, Dylan? No, I think that 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 sums it up. I yeah, I like it. It's but, very good. But it's like, confusing. Yeah, to say but, the least, it's very it, confusing. Yeah, it does. Some of the logic is just interesting, but you know what? It's also it's laying groundwork. And it's so and, good, and it's so much better than the groundwork episodes we know come. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, assuming that neither of us feel like plugging anything right now, I don't feel like um, plugging anything right. We'll be back in a week to talk about episode 77, The Nemesis, part one. It's about to get real, guys. Yeah, it is. Bye. Bye. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lit's Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Eugene's Dilemma was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, 
hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.